Welcome to Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 74 by Door to Math. This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.doortomathwithnumber2.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Tucson Math Talk. So let's get on with the topic of the day. Okay, a bit heavier topic today. Nonverbal fear that we pass on to our kids without us knowing it. I grew up with not having much money, and from that, I think I passed on some nonverbal communications and some fears about money to my kids that I'm not proud of. Well, I mean, one thing, one of the bright side is our kids are very careful with their own budgeting. I mean, on the downside, though, I do think they are little uh, money penny pinchers, right? Would you say? Well, uh, a lot of things with money are about math, counting money, and interest rates. And I was wondering if there's a relation between nonverbal fear and nonverbal communications with money and with math. Yeah, actually, I see that quite a bit in the office. So when it comes to those nonverbal fear, and I think once the kids are actually kids absorb those nonverbal ones a lot quicker than the verbal ones, like that's what they say, right? Don't listen to what I'm saying, but like do what I'm doing. So kids are actually following the nonverbal cue a lot more uh, accurately. So it's always puzzled me over the years because, I mean, we have soccer moms, right? For all you sporty moms out there, if we don't like soccer, we have no problem just go find the best soccer team and hire a good coach. Or Andy, um, what's his last name? No, the other one, Andy Murray. Andy Murray's mom, right, Judy, doesn't really judge herself that she can't play at the same level as Andy. There's no if buts, right? She just go out and support Andy. Or think about swimming, Michael Phillips' family. Mm-hmm. So none of them are as good at swimming as Michael Phillips. Exactly, right? So when it comes to all those uh, sporty things, we, especially the moms, have no trouble just go support our kids and find the best coaches. But for whatever reason, when it comes to math, our innate uh, fear, maybe we didn't digest it, or for whatever reason, we kind of shy away, and there's even a parody on the YouTube. The Holiness family. Exactly. So you have, yeah, you have the algebra, you have the dads hiding behind the plants, and the mom is drinking wine and trying to run away, right? But, I mean, funny on, as YouTube, as they're making it, but really what the kids are absorbing is the nonverbal communication. Math is fearful. And, you know, those nonverbal ones are really, really hard to dig it out for the kids once we pass it on to them because we need the language, we need the verbal, we need the awareness to actually sort them through. Okay, well, I can kind of think of a reason why uh, tennis is not a big deal and uh, math is a big deal. Uh, most parents can think of that. Most parents think that their kids won't be professional tennis players no matter how good they are in tennis. But most parents know that math, they, you really need math to be successful. So there's a lot more writing in math. Why, would not, why wouldn't you have some, some conscious feelings about it? Uh, I'm not saying you can't have subconscious feeling is. I am saying that we got to shine on the light on that subconscious feeling that we all, we, all parents have. Like, I'm very uncomfortable when it comes to supporting my kids sewing, right? And our daughter wanted to do theater. I can't sew to save my life. So my first thing is, okay, I don't like that. 
and I have a fear of uh, making a mess out of it and, and like, you know, bring her down on the sewing skill, even though in the grand scheme thing, it's, it's not that important. But I am very conscious of that. So what I did is I looked up a sewing class with her. So when it comes to math, I'm saying that, not that you can't have that feeling, but I am saying we as adults need to be responsible for our own non-verbal feelings when it comes to math. All right, so we're allowed to have the feelings. Oh, golly, of course. <laughs> and we are allowed to have the anxiety of our kids in math, but the way we manifest that is a big deal. I do. I do believe so, because I think nonverbal transfer a lot quicker. It doesn't you use the language to transfer, so it's almost like a think of it as one-on-one. There's nothing to guard it, right? Nothing to interpret and nothing to... It goes directly from the parents to the kid. And kid, as being a kid, don't have the vocabulary and awareness to process this. So they're kind of overburdened with whatever nonverbal feeling we had with our math. So I imagine this nonverbal feeling of communication uh, seeps in in every interaction, whether they're doing math homework or they come back with a back graded test. And so I'm at a loss where even to start with that. Well, uh, well you know, it's actually... Well, that's actually a pretty common thing I see in my office. The first thing I always uh, handed parents is uh, what I call a math journal. On the left-hand side, you open up this journal, right? Uh, top page, you write to you positive things. Bottom page, you write to you negative feelings. So whatever you have to do to process whatever happened to your own math, right? Uh, another parent who came and shared with something that worked for her it's this Lisa Nicole. Lisa Nichols, yeah. Yes, and it's spelled N I C H O L S. Yeah, so look her up. She's a fantastic uh, motivational speaker. Anyway, this exercise this particular mom picked up is that mentally, whenever she feels the math anxiety comes on, she mentally picture herself walking into each one of the rooms in her house. So they have a lot of house rooms, right? So in each room, she tell herself something she did really proud of herself for that day. Maybe she got up and got all the kids dressed and then made the sandwich, whatever that list is, right? So end of the mental tour, she feel good about herself. Then she's to say, all right, I don't like math. Here's what I feel. Here's what happened to me. And she had to do this like day in, day out for the kid because the kid, she really didn't want to transfer the nonverbal fear to her kid. So if I know I have this nonverbal conversation or fear about math, I got to take care of my own stuff first before I work with my kid. I really think so. I mean, it's a lot to ask. I mean, all of us are really busy. We have a lot of stuff on our plates, the parents, the career, and the relationship, and our girlfriends. There's a lot of stuff to care. But at the same time, I say, you know, the kids didn't ask to be born. So they're kids for a reason. And what I hear that there's at least two ways that we can think of. One is having a math journal, write down everything about it. And one is just do the walking into each room exercise and think of something positive in there. And I'm sure there's many, many more ways, but the point here is to be aware of it. To be aware and regulate your own emotion when it comes to math. This one topic that's... uh, you, you really don't want to transfer any nonverbal, dispowering feeling to your kids. So let's summarize. What I hear today is that when we have negative feelings about math, we 
it's very easy to dump it on our kids and we have to take care of our stuff before before working walking working with our kids so we don't dump it on them yeah i don't think we as parents want to dump anything because we love our kids right but because it's nonverbal, it's not really processed so kids pick up those things without us knowing it even so we got to do our job i feel like to really process our own quote-unquote negative or anger or resentment if we had a bad teacher right there was that book a while back called uh, the law of garbage truck by david uh paul polly polly yeah p-o-l-l-a-y i believe anyway so when other people's negative whatever number non-verbal thing they stored you don't want uh your kids go anywhere near that, right? So if we happen to hold those things without knowing, it's our job to process it so our kids don't get infected with that. So I, as a dad, don't want to be a garbage truck for my kids. Right, exactly. And on that note, until next time, happy parenting.